When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi, everybody. We're live. It's hour two of the RP show. It's a very special looking uh, program today. Darren Moose DuPont is with me. Are you up, Moose? Can the people see you? Yeah. In the NHL's Bermuda Cabot, you can. Okay. We're down here in the Florida studio for a while. And um, hey, if you love Moose and you have questions for him, get him out now because he's only with us here in the opening segment of hour two. And then the Golden Girl is coming in. Uh, Serena Taylor later on here in hour two. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, we got, I almost need to go fishing or go meditate in the corner because my mind's just racing. It's like a, it's like a NASCAR of squirrels right now. That's what yeah. my mind is. Troy in Toronto has is watching right. in. he says, I'm stealing that rod. Same applies to the Oakland A's. I feel like the screen just went black. Oh, it's maybe it's me. Are you good? Do I have you? I think we're okay. Okay, now it's probably just me. Okay. Uh, fake fake Gainer uh, has written this on Twitter, and he says there's an expansion draft, and you can only protect one golden girl. Who is it, and why is it B. Arthur? <laughs> okay, I'll stop. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a Betty I'm, White I gotta, fan. Um, I would say Betty White, too. Yeah. I would say two votes for Betty White. Okay. Tomorrow's poll question for Key Auto Group will be, who's the best golden girl? Yes. And I will tell you that the reason that I love watching the golden girls so much is because it reminds me, you're not old enough, Darren. You're not old enough. It reminds me of the mid-80s. It debuted in 1985. So I was in my early teens when on a Saturday night I would be home. Not out terrorizing the friggin' town, which would come a couple years later and getting in trouble and blah, 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 blah. So I would be home watching it 9 p.m. Saturday night, the Golden Girls, uh, and just watching it with my mom, and it was awesome. I think that's why I love the Golden Girls so much. Plus, it's funny as hell. Yeah. But 902-518-3033, the number to text us in the Florida studio. You can also write us in the chat. On YouTube, we are on the radio today, WQEE in Atlanta. We are Atlanta's NHL show. We're not on Game Plus television because of a programming double booking, if we will. That's all I can. That's the best way to describe it, probably. A programming double booking. So we got streaming and we got radio. Shoot, I'm happy as hell. Oh, yeah. And later, a little later on here in hour two, as I mentioned, the Golden Girl Serena Taylor will be with us. But for all those CFL 
uh, fans that were watching in hour one. We spent more time on the CFL preseason than anybody else will. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. And I want those Ryder fans to join us in Calgary. I'm coming home, coming home in a couple of weeks, and I'll be back to watch some CFL football. And with Woody's RV World in Engelheim, you can join us at McMahon Stadium in Calgary for Saskatchewan at Calgary. It's June 24th, the game. Woody's RV World and uh, Engelheim presenting the RP Show Summer Football Road Trip. You can join us June 23rd to the 25th. Charter transportation from Regina to Saskatoon to Calgary and back. Two-night accommodations at Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport with complimentary breakfasts, exclusive pre- and post-game parties as hosted by moi. Ticket to the riders and stamps, of course. And now, Woody's would like you to bring a friend or a loved one on them. All you got to do, purchase an RV at Woody's. Who's not going to do that? And if you buy a ticket to join us on the football road trip, Woody's will buy you an additional ticket. Bring your best bud, your kid, your partner. Heck, bring your grandma, that old golden girl. Tickets are available now at rodpeterson.com. Now, I don't think, well, I don't, yeah, we're not going to talk CFL the rest of the way. Uh, we are going to talk hockey, though, in the poll question today for Key Auto Group. The all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion and urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorkton.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage movement that inspires the poll question for Key Auto Group is who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Because we now know it's between the Florida Panthers and the Vegas Golden Knights. And right now, 55% saying it'll be the Florida Panthers. 55%. I was going to ask you if you could go look up Bet Regal's odds, Moose, because to be honest, I still don't really know how to look this stuff up. Yeah. What I saw was that Vegas is favored by a goal, and a, half, a goal and a half for game one Saturday night. And that shouldn't surprise anybody. But you don't have to do it now. But at some point, I'd love to know what the odds makers are saying. Uh, click, Vegas got to be favored, right? I've got it. Um, in what game one, um, Vegas is favored. Um, the over-under is five and a half goals. Um, and they're just narrowly favored. So I don't have the spread for the goals, but if it's 1.5 for Vegas, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's Vegas um, right but now. But it doesn't say favored. what games they're picking. It doesn't say what games they're picking, right, for no, number doesn't. of games? Yeah, it doesn't say the number okay. of games. I haven't found the, uh, the outright here in the series, but uh, that's just for game one. Yeah, okay. Well, then I'm not as dumb as I thought. <laughs> Michael Wynn is watching in Winnipeg. It says, dream Stanley Cup for you, Rod Peterson. Amazing. Thank you, Michael, for checking in. Uh, he's the owner of Ice Time Sporting Goods. You met him. He came to our watch party at Hooters, which, by the way, we're going to have a Hooters trip before I leave Florida here in a couple weeks' time. I always find the positive in everything. Um, I love it here more than I've ever loved anywhere. But I'm also excited to come home and spend the summer there. The heat's getting to be a little much. Yeah. And I always have fun up there. It was like when we left Gray Eagle to go over to Ace Casino, our sales coordinator, Kevin, was like, I know you loved Gray Eagle, but you're really going to love Ace. I'm like, I'd love anywhere. Yeah. You know? I agree. Um, 
do, 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 do. Start spreading the news. We're live on YouTube, WQEE, and podcast. What do you want us to talk about, everybody? It's 111 Eastern, by the way. 1111 Mountain. That just noticed. That, uh, yeah, uh, I just noticed that. I mean, one thing that I, I want to say, I don't know what it is. And with 111, it's visualize a positive outcome. And I've been doing that for a while and going to the Stanley Cup final, living here. <laughs> what the hell do I have to complain about? But you got to do what's best for you. I've been doing that. I would love to be the Canadian Elite Basketball League channel, but I'm not sure enough people would care. Like, I don't know. We've talked with their people, and they don't get any media coverage. And I don't know why that is. But people seem to be finding out about it. Like, tonight, the reason I bring this up is there's a doubleheader tonight. Ottawa at Scarborough in the East. Or is it Scarborough or Ottawa? I don't know! Because they don't do it the way that they used to. And Calgary and Niagara and the other. But somehow or another, they're figuring out where these games are because there was over 7,000 in Canada Life Center for the Winnipeg Sea Bears' first game, and they sold out Winsport for Calgary's first game. So somehow the fans are figuring it out, Darren. Yeah. But we can't sit and talk about the CEBL for two hours every day because not enough people are interested. Do you see a day where people do get real interested? Maybe. I mean, you look at the CEBL, you talk about that, and – you know, what they're doing in Winnipeg is outstanding. I mean, the crowd was awesome. It was, you know, the Elam ending has been a great addition to what the CEBL does. You need every market, though, to be all in like that for the league to really take off. One market's not going to do it, but it really helps. And, man, that's fun for Winnipeg. I don't know if it's going to last and if it's going to continue to be great like that, but, man, when I see the videos of the crowd going nuts on the game-winning shot and everything else, um, it makes me think that maybe there's a chance, and uh, that's pretty exciting. That's why I'm excited about where things are going for us with our show, and it's it's very exciting. By the way, next segment, Serena Taylor will be here live, the Golden Girl, and we'll be talking Stanley Cup playoffs the rest of the way. But my life, well, I, the reason I'll reason this, why I'm going down this road, is the Canadian Elite Basketball League is a tremendous product. And I talked to my friends in Winnipeg that went to the game, and they're like, wow, this is great. It's great basketball. The atmosphere is amazing. It's like mini NBA. So it's like if you got a great product, you guys will be fine. We'll give them a little bit of our attention. With this show, I've been down this road before. You were in the meeting with the advertising executive here in Boca Raton. He's like, why is your show so popular with the Florida hockey fans? Why is your show so popular in Atlanta? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't stop to think about this stuff. And when I got going down the road in recovery, there were people in the industry going, how come you're getting invited to do this? How come you're taking off in the recovery business so well? How come everybody knows about you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't stop and think about this stuff. I'm out doing it. I didn't plan it. God knows I did not plan it. Being a recovery coach, who would want to (laughs) be? And now with this show, Unless, you know, dealing with people at the worst point of their life. Now, I love it, but most people wouldn't want to do it. And I didn't plan it. And that's the thing with this show. We're starting to get questions now in these major markets, these NHL markets, NFL markets. How come your show's so popular? I don't know. How about you stop asking? Why don't you watch or listen to yourself? Maybe, you could, maybe the answer will come to you because I don't have it. Yeah. 
just going to keep doing what I do. Seems to be going okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 you're pretty much done here, Moose, and I, I think the Golden Girl's going to be ready. If she's not, I'll get her ready. She was just on a call. Um, Leanne, I'll say this, Leanne, appreciate her chiming in. She says, Chandler Stevenson or Josh Mahura? A Regina Pat is going to win the Stanley Cup. That's pretty don't, cool. Don't, don't, well, don't tell me this ain't the great Stanley Cup final. Is there anything you would like me to pass along to Serena? No, just tell her I miss her and uh, can't wait till I can get back down there again. Although, based on your recommendation, it probably won't be in the middle of summer. So maybe we'll book ah. that for the fall. Look, this is my second summer. You almost died coming here in uh, <laughs> early May. So I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um, but I've lived minus 50, and I really didn't like that. Yeah. So I'll do this. If I have to choose, which I have to choose, I'll choose this. But when a breeze comes up in the summer here, it's not like a breeze that cools you off. Yeah. It's like a dragon breathing on you. <laughs> it's not refreshing. Anyways, I'm going to do a sports update before we roll. Uh, if you wouldn't mind while we do, do you have your phone handy? Yes. Text Serena, please, and tell her we're ready for her. All right. And I will do this. The NBA Finals get underway Thursday with the Denver Nuggets hosting the Miami Heat in the series opener. Jimmy Butler scored 28 points, and Caleb Martin had 28 and 10 rebounds to help the eight-seeded Heat dispose of the Boston Celtics 103-84. The Heat avoided become the first team in NBA history to blow a 3-0 series lead. Meanwhile, Philadelphia 76ers have reportedly hired coach Nick Nurse after he was fired by the Raptors. He'll be replacing Doc Rivers, who led the 76ers to their second straight 50-win season but didn't get to the chip. And the Toronto Blue Jays open a three-game series with the Milwaukee Brewers at Rogers Center today. The Jays have lost seven of the last ten and are in last place in the American League East. You say Kikuchi goes to the mound for Toronto. And by the way, the Peterborough Peets are looking for their first win at the Memor as they face off against the Quebec Rempart tonight in Kamloops. The OHL champs lost their opening two games. The Remparts, meanwhile, have already qualified for Sunday's final at 2-0. This sports updates for Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 2nd. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga in theaters June 2nd. It's the RP Show. No Game Plus TV today or all this week, but we're managing just fine. Thanks to the Moose. We're on WQEE Radio, podcast, and streaming. And go ahead. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the RP Show on this Tuesday, episode number 1009. And uh, for those that are tuning in on the streams, uh, you found us because we're not on WQE. Sorry, we're not on Game Plus today, but we are on WQEE Radio in Atlanta, podcast and streaming, obviously. And, um, hey, we've got the golden girl here, Serena Taylor. Are you okay with that nickname? I never really Stupid. asked. It makes no sense. It makes a lot of sense. Tomorrow's poll question, and I can't remember who was it that asked, said uh, has to be who is the best golden girl. What do you think? You want to wait till tomorrow to answer? Okay. Uh, no, we can talk about it now. Uh, I've already gone on record as saying Rose, 
as has oh, Darren. No, I like Sophia. Sophia is my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the moose uh, was with us, and he's flying the ship here. There, we're on the air. It's great. He says that there will not be as much choppiness here in this segment. And uh, that's cool. The actual poll question today for Key Auto Group is who will win the Stanley Cup final? And I feel like that's as good a place to start with you as any, Serena. For whatever reason, 56% of respondents are saying the Florida Panthers. Of course they well, are. <laughs> Everybody's on the okay. bandwagon. Why do you, that's why you say that? Like we were talking about yesterday, when you get to the Stanley Cup final, that is the difference. Playing in the Stanley Cup final in that series specifically is the difference between running a full marathon and running a half marathon. You start out in the playoffs, the first round is like a 5K. Second round, you're looking at a 10K, twice as hard. Then you have a half marathon, and then you've got a full marathon. Running a full marathon is about four times as hard as running a half marathon. That's just the way it's going to be. The Panthers have been they haven't walked into the Stanley Cup final. They've worked hard, but they haven't steamrolled anybody. So if they think they're going to come in and steamroll a team that has kept Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl at bay, I mean, let's be honest, Dallas Dallas was not as strong as Edmonton, not even close. But Vegas learned how to play in that second series against Edmonton. And if they think Kachuk is going to keep running around and doing what he's doing, he's just, he's just not. Well, fair. And uh, she said to me, was it this morning? You said, what are we going to talk about? And I said, the same thing we talked about in the ocean the other day. When we went out, what day was that? Sunday? Sunday morning. And we just sat out there and we talked about the Stanley Cup final. And, well, Dallas and Vegas had neither one had qualified yet at that point. Um, and if you don't mind, I'm going to throw in some comments from the audience. Allie no. in Texarkana says, hey, Serena. I love, we love Allie. Um, Jeff the no, this is Jeff Cabillas from Winnipeg says, I'm willing to bet that Serena can bench press three of me with no issues. Do you want to tell people what you do on the side when you're not making millions hosting uh, the Rod Peterson show? <laughs> yeah, I make thousands of dollars more doing what I do than here, which is zero dollars. So that's not hard. <laughs> zero dollars <laughs> for my time here, people. I run a, my own online fitness and nutrition coaching company. So I have clients here, there, everywhere, literally clients all across North America. So, yeah, it's good. Love it. Look her up on uh, Facebook and Instagram, coach underscore Serena, and eat fitness on Facebook. For the record, Rod is not a client. <laughs> body shaming. Cool. How is that body shaming? T. Will writes in from Winnipeg, says, Dorothy is my favorite because she was sarcastic, and people have told me that I can be a little sarcastic sometimes yeah Dorothy's good um so I guess I had talked about getting this in with Darren earlier I didn't we've got all week to do it um and from Corey in Tallahassee Florida says the hockey club my favorite guest sorry that's his account the hockey club my favorite guest um the layoff see Corey knows what's up the layoff is it going to hurt the Florida Panthers? And for that matter, the Denver Nuggets. Both have been sitting after sweeps in their conference finals, waiting for their opponent. Great question. I feel like hockey and basketball, it's the same kind of concept. So is it going to hurt? Absolutely. We had this, our little ocean talk the other day. And what's happening with the Florida Panthers right now is extremely similar to what happened with the Oilers in 2006. 
the Oilers had to win a whole bunch of games to get in the playoffs. They got in, they won, they beat Detroit in the first round. They just went, went, went. They ended up winning a whole bunch of games in a row in those playoffs. And then they had to wait nine or 11 days before the Stanley Cup final. It hurt. It's too long of a, it, it's not going to, it's not going to make or break who wins the Stanley cup, but they're going to feel the effects probably for the first game or two, especially because they're not playing at home. Well, I've seen Paul Maurice answer this question, the head coach of the Florida Panthers, and it's not surprising. He said, this is a challenge. They've been off since Thursday when they swept Carolina. I was reading a story this morning. They will, by the time this series starts, they will only have had three days off away from the rink, not on the ice. But what he said was, I'd rather have the rest than not. I don't disagree. If you have guys going full circle in what I do for a living, your body needs that rest. Your legs, for example, can only take so much. So I don't disagree with him. Your body does need a rest. It's like a marathon runner. They, they should really take like a week or more off after each event because your legs really need that much time. Like my dad, I always have this conversation with him. I was like, what's wrong with these guys? How come they can't play every night? I don't understand. It's just different. They need the rest, but it's sometimes it's not about just the rest. It's about the mental aspect of it. Florida got lucky and won the last four games in a row. And now they think they're going to walk their way through it. It's just, it's different. It's a lot of time off, but it's not like it's not going to be a lot of time for Vegas too. That's a lot of game, a lot of days to be off. Well, I think that's Paul Maurice just being positive about it. I, I would agree with it. Take the rest for what it is and be uh, thankful that you have it. I mean, don't overthink it. I don't know if you saw his dressing room speech the other day, however, where he said, we're going into the best time of our lives. I thought that was really awesome. I don't know what he's done here, but it's been amazing. Here's the thing. Paul Maurice was in that cancer of a Winnipeg Jet locker room, and nobody was listening. And you can see by his predecessor, dealing with the same problems. He comes to a team that they're not a cancer in the dressing room. You know, when they traded Huberto for Kachuk, one thing's for certain, Huberto was not a dressing room guy and Kachuk is. And that's a big part of the difference. So when you have a guy like Paul Maurice, I don't think, listen, I'm not obviously not a Matthew Kachuk fan, but I don't think he's disrespectful. And if you can play for Rich Sutter, you can probably respect Paul Maurice and have it go well. I think... I think playing Darryl for Daryl Sutter. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. He, for playing for Daryl Sutter. He, I think he learned a lot playing for a guy like Daryl Sutter. Kachuk is an American. There's a huge difference between American born and Canadian born players. They don't play in the same environment. So going up to Calgary was not a healthy environment for him because he got his ass whooped, to be honest. Now he's back in an environment that he's more familiar with. There's no pressure from the fans. Nobody here really knows what's going on. It's the right environment for him. So Paul Maurice is doing great with that. Actually, I don't mind having this discussion now because these are just the, <laughs> she says, what are we going to talk about? It's the same thing we talk about all the time. I mean, what were you watching the other day on television? You just randomly popped up and said, imagine being Mackenzie Weger. Uh, the world championships. That's what you were watching. Yeah. yeah Poor and guy. I, I, listen, I was a huge Mackenzie Weger fan when he was here. Other than this year, there's not one person in Canada who could name five Florida Panthers. There's not. But I went to a lot of games. There's a lot of guys. Like, I, uh, the first thing I said about that trade was Mackenzie Weger is going to be a winner for them. And I'm a huge Carter Verhage fan. And I said that right away to Rod. He's like, I don't even know, really know who that is. I'm like, yeah, just watch him. 
and look at him now. It's just these guys are good players, but they get lost in the shuffle here. So a guy like Mackenzie Weger, I mean, if you told Mackenzie Weger last year he wasn't, that he could potentially have a better chance of being in the Stanley Cup final staying in Florida, no way he would have believed that. No way. Well, they did win the President's Cup. President's Trophy a year ago. No, but at the end of the season. Like, oh. but the way Calgary played versus the way mm. with that trade, you know, I don't think anybody would have thought that this is what would be happening right now. And it's funny because we go back like a year and we were talking about, you're like, make your predictions for next year, Micah. I'm like, I can't. You never do. You cannot predict what's going to happen. If anybody called this final, they need to come over to my house and play the lottery. Uh, well, I did last year. Yeah. That's just how far ahead I Damn yes, of everybody right, else. That's right. Uh, Leanne writes in. She says the lady hit the nail on the head. She always does. <laughs> and that's why I say she's not just the best female analysis. She is one of the best, period, male or female. Who's homegirl that says I'm annoying? I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, homegirl. Yeah. Don't that, like it? Click. That kind of stuff just fuels her. I just don't say. So yeah. You know. it's like From, but here's one. Your favorite topic, if I may. One of them. Swerve in Calgary says empty seats in the regular season. I don't even need to know what he's ask what he's referencing. He's referencing Florida. Of course. They weren't as empty as you think. Years past, yes. They were the joke of the NHL along with Arizona, but they averaged 16,000 a game in the regular season, which was 24th most in the NHL. Now they're selling out at 19.5. They put over 20,000 in the barn for game four of Carolina. However, you have thoughts on Panthers fever sweeping South Florida. So lay them on us. Well, first and foremost, we know that those attendance numbers are skewed. If you're going to tell me there was an average of 16,000 people in that rink, there's no way. Anytime there's, anytime there's a team from Pittsburgh or Philly or the Rangers or whoever, obviously the Canadian teams, there's thousands of people in the rink from those cities. Those are the ones that are putting bums in the seats. The fans here specifically, they don't fill the rink. They don't. But that doesn't have anything to do with how far they made it in the playoffs or where they got. It's just the way it is. Even the first round against Toronto, even when they banned Second Leafs round. fans. Sorry, when they banned Leafs fans from buying tickets, there were still thousands of Leafs fans in the building. I, I mean, Rod, you were at the game. I was watching it on TV, and I said to him, I said to you when you got home, like, it was sounded really loud in there for Toronto. He's like, it was half Leafs fans. They'll find a way. They made it. This is Frank Costanza. The weird thing was when the game was over, they sat in our seats and cried. I mean, do you want to talk about, I mean, you've said you've gone to a lot of games. The Boston friends were drunk, loud, starting fights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Bruins fans were a problem. And the security people said to me, are we going to deal with the same thing against Toronto? I said, no, their fans are harmless. They're pussycats, which they were. Yeah. They're, they're not, do you know when a, like they're annoying, no. but they're not dangerous. I don't really think any of them are other than probably Bostonians because of where they're from. I don't think it has anything to do with being a Bruins fan or whatever. Yeah, well, you had a pretty good laugh the other day. I was, uh, whatever game it was here, I ran into Jim McKenzie, pro scout for Vegas here in Florida. And we were talking about that, what I just told him, the Boston thing. And he goes, oh, their fans are a bunch of louts. He played for the Hartford Whalers. He said in the 80s, the newspapers in Hartford said the fights in the stands were better than on the ice when the Bruins played the Whalers. <laughs> Can you imagine those days? Can you imagine oh, being there? Dude, I miss those days. Can you imagine that actually happening here? There is zero passion in the rink here. I think that's where people compare like, oh, there's nobody in the seats. What do you expect? It's South Florida, whatever. But there's also no passion. You're going to get a you're going to get way more passionate fans at a Pats Warriors game than you do in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, from T. Will in Winnipeg says, see, still nobody can believe the Leafs made it out of the first round. Well, they did, and they still fired their general manager. And I don't really understand what's going on there. I'm, <laughs> I don't know that the Leafs will ever get it right. I don't think you're following it that much, are you? There's, a, there's always a disconnect there, and I don't understand. And let's be honest, ever since Harold Ballard bought the farm, Things have just gone down south. And say what you want about that guy. Look what he did for the Leafs for decades. And it's just it's just a coincidence. I'm just trying to be amusing more than anything. But there's definitely been a big difference. It's like when guys like Harold Ballard were running hockey teams, everybody was, oh, I just knocked over the gong. Sorry, Jono. Uh, everybody was accountable. Look at Montreal. That entire city holds every single person accountable. You don't act a fool if you work for the Montreal Canadiens. You just don't. You have a whole city, a fan base. That's, they, that's, that city is ran by that hockey team, and I admire that. Well, so it should be. So we, I'll spend a couple minutes on this, and then I do want to get to the matchup of the Panthers and the Golden Knights and get your prediction, by the way. But we do talk and inordinate amount on the love of hockey in Florida, which incidentally, where did I read it or see it? Fourth straight Stanley Cup final with a Florida team. You're going to tell me that's just coincidence or how do you feel about that? That's, oh, that's a big deal. It's opening a can of worms. That's why I for did a it. lot of reasons. First of all, there's not one Floridian that plays on either team. So let's all calm down about the geographical coincidence here. It's the same people that say a Canadian team hasn't been in the Stanley Cup since blah, blah, blah okay, like, I'm more worried about my own team. You can't, it doesn't, you think that the fans or the fan base in Florida is putting players on the ice? No, the guys have money. It's like we were talking about Bill Foley. He's, he's doing the right thing in Vegas. He's only had good head coaches. Tampa Bay has an incredible organization. Right when Steve Eiserman was running that place, there's accountability. There's good players. There's good coaches. There's good staff. Same as here. Oh, it didn't work out with Quenville. Not their fault. Well, let's get the next best thing and get Paul Maurice. They didn't mess around with head coaches. They got it. That's nothing to do with the geographical location. Uh, well, that really wasn't what I meant. Um, what I meant was the Panthers fever sweeping mm. South Florida. 
I mean, it's got nothing to do with where the players are from. If that was the case, all of Canada would be, or Ontario would have been cheering for the Panthers. There was more Ontario yeah. kids on the Panthers than there was the Leafs. People don't care about that. That's a, well, the Leafs fans do because that's why they're not winning. Um, well, I'm just saying more people in Canada would have cheered for the Panthers because there was more Canadians on the Panthers. It's not about yeah. where the players are from. But the fact that the, the, they are going nuts down here. They're, they're going to fill FLA Live Arena for the watch parties and all of that. Um, how long will that wave of momentum stay, I guess, is my point. The second the Stanley Cup's over, they'll move on to their lives. It's just I, I lived in California for 10 years. I watched the Ducks win the Stanley Cup. And I also watched as soon as the Ducks and the Kings lose, people don't care. They just carry on with their lives. Mm -hmm. It's a different environment than in Canada. We live and die by what our team does. Still grieving the fact the Oilers aren't in the playoffs anymore. It's completely different. So when the Panthers lose, there's my prediction, <laughs> it'll, it'll be, they'll be done. No one's going to shed a tear over it. I can assure you of that. But people like to be part of something. You know, the same thing now the Heat fans are coming out of the woodwork. Well, even the diehard Panthers fans that I know, of which you know them as well, you introduced me to them, said if the, this was last year, but they said when the Panthers lose, eh, we'll go to Miami Beach and forget about it. Yeah. So they don't carry it with them like the Canadians do. But again, that's the way the Dolphins fans are. It's not a hockey state. That's all. Um Yes. Did you say the Dolphins fans? The Dolphins fans live and die with their team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Sorry, I misheard that. I was like, no. are you sure? Because the Dolphins, like, people live and no, die they, by the that's Dolphins. That's my point. They, they sell out every game, win or lose. It's the flip. It's the inverted. Yeah. Hockey in Canada, football in America. But yeah, here's another one from the game notes that I love so much. Mm, what's this? Jan oh, Janet, the fourth season, says, me too, Serena. Me too. Yeah. How about the orders being up? But no. she's so upset about it. Maybe. From the game notes, this is the first time that a Stanley Cup final has featured two teams born in the 90s. Since 07. It was our 90s or later, because obviously Vegas is only six years old. Panthers came about in 93. Do we care about that? But after I read that, I said, who cares that they came about in 93? Why are we still talking about that? I can't even imagine whose mind goes there. Not mine. Oh, you know whose does? Gary Bettman's. Because he loves to let everybody know that this is his handiwork. But, like, you're right. It was They've been here for 30 years. Can we, like, stop with the whole, like I said earlier, if it was, like, obviously it wouldn't be Seattle and Vegas mm -hmm. in the final, but it's the same. Then you can start talking about, ooh, expansion teams. We got we to gotta get over this. Yeah. Nobody in Ottawa thinks as their team is an expansion team. No. Like, come on. <laughs> I just, I love portions of the game notes, but not all of them. They come up with some really stupid things, but I think you're a baseball person far more than me. There's a lot of stats there that, like, literally don't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love baseball a lot more than Rod does. I love baseball. But I feel like baseball has developed into a statistical game so that the broadcasters have something to talk about in between the pitches. And I'm not even being sarcastic when I say that. Baseball truly is a game of inches. But because it's not a back-and-forth sport, one team is always in control. That's why there's way more stats. Do they mean anything? No, they don't. But baseball doesn't come up with stupid stats like that. Leanne, 
Well, they may. I don't know. I don't follow it enough to say. Leanne says, don't the Knights have the most Canadians? I think there's actually four from Manitoba alone. Well, I'd have to add it up, but Zach White, Cloud, Mark Stone. Um, yeah. There's a lot. There's a topic for it. We could look it up, but I don't feel like going to the big board today. Allie in Toronto, or uh, sorry, Allie in Texarkana says, I should have been a Canadian. It's because she loves hockey so much. I think she's part Canadian. She has to be. Uh, From Safe Moon Dog, he says, what is Serena's background? Leafs should hire her. Would you (laughs) go work for the Leafs? Absolutely. Would you go work for the Flames? Never. Never. Well, they asked your background. Tell them your background. I have a wide variety, I guess, of things that I've done. Worked in radio, um, fitness. Yeah, I've done a lot of stuff. I've been in fitness, though, for about 11 years now, full-time, essentially. But always been a hockey fan, always been obviously extremely opinionated. Um, But, yeah, I can't. That's just my background is... uh, Everything, everything, sports fan. Yeah, well, she is Canada's first female major junior play-by-play announcer going back 20-some years, far ahead of her time. Jack in Vulcan, Alberta says, finally, Rod, you've met your match, the Golden Girl. I guess so, but I can handle her just fine, just fine. Um, (laughs) Is this on? (laughs) Yeah, You, you say whatever you want. That's why we're here for Oh, Jeff says, what if the price was No, right absolutely not. You would, too. I, could, I would never. No, I couldn't. There's no way. I remember when I first got into broadcasting. This is an interesting subject. I was like, could I do, because I did play-by-play for the Pats, could I do play-by-play for the Moose Jaw Warriors? The answer was always no. I couldn't do it. I don't have the passion. I don't care. If I wanted to work, if I was going to work for a team, I would want to give my heart and soul into that team because that's what I believed was for the betterment of the team. There's not a shred of my being, even my fake fingernails, do not want the Calgary Flames to succeed ever. So I couldn't consciously as a human being work for a team that I don't want them to succeed. Swerve in Calgary says... A Jill of all trades, not a Jack of all trades. So um, somebody wrote in here earlier. Now would be a good time to bring it up since the viewership's going up with you on, which doesn't surprise me. Somebody said, can we bring, actually it was John Ohm. Do you want to give that thing a bang over there? This? Yeah. Oh, uh, and I knocked There's it a special here. way to do it. Hit it right in the center oh. with the end of the, That's a little better, see? Oh, learning. It's all in the wrist. John Ohm says... Can we get Don Cherry out of retirement for the Stanley Cup final? I think now would be a good time to ask you your thoughts on Don Cherry's dismissal by the network of Sportsnet. Well, we talked about this. Did I we? remember specifically at the beach house because you're like, I got to cut a clip and put that on Twitter. <laughs> if I could probably, growing up, I never missed a hockey night in Canada. I would cry when I had to go to bed. That Islanders game, six six overtime game, cried, cried when my mom made me go to bed. Since that travesty of a decision, I you could probably count on one hand the amount of times that I've watched Hockey Night in Canada on a Saturday night. I just lost all of my, and it a lot of it is just because it was an absolute crime. 
for that to happen. I mean, I could go on for days, but you're when you look for an excuse to terminate somebody and there's not a, an actual reason, there was no legal, he didn't cross any legal barriers. He didn't cross any discrimination barriers. It was, they were just looking for an excuse. And how do you, how do you cut the main artery of your broadcast? I know, but they do. And now we're getting some interesting audience participation here. Just to go through it, uh, David in Winnipeg says, would you work for the Winnipeg Jets? Yeah. LOL. Not. Terry in Calgary. Five Manitobans counting Colazar, Nolan Patrick, White Cloud, Stone, and Howden. I forgot Colazar. Uh, Alex Denton says, with the climate today, if you put Don Cherry on TV, you're going to the gulag. What's the gulag? I don't know, but I have a feeling it's probably not good. Yeah. If you were running a network right now, would you hire Don Cherry? Yesterday. Why, why wouldn't you? The one thing I said about when they, were, when they got rid of him, I'm like, okay, TSN took the Hockey Night in Canada theme song, which when they didn't want the rights, TSN took it. It wasn't the same. But why wouldn't TSN have hired him? He they probably reached out. He probably said no would be my guess because why wouldn't you? Swerve in Calgary says over a stinking poppy comment. <laughs> People are way too soft these days. Way too soft. Andrew Stout in Montreal or from Montreal. Would you work for the Habs? Oh, that would be an absolute I'm going to save you all a lot of time. She'd work for any team but the Calgary Flames. Yes, correct. End of story. Yes, Hundred percent. Even the teams I hate. Uh, and they're trying to get Don Cherry on the <laughs> program. Don Cherry has been on the program, which <laughs> what an interesting learning lesson that is. He was like my white whale. Now the only guy left that I want is Wayne and The Rock. Wayne Gretzky <laughs> and The Rock, and I would be ready to retire. But it's like you get Don Cherry, and it's get him again. No, we got him, okay? Go back and watch it if you want. But Cherry, you get to a certain age, and you're not there yet. But Cherry is like, I'm done. What is he, like 88? Like, he, I think he realized, Serena, after, and I've read interviews and watched interviews with him where he said once he left Sportsnet, slowed down, kind of stepped outside the hamster wheel, he was like, it ain't bad out here. Why would he step yeah. back on the treadmill, at, you know, and be a target for everybody? when he can go do a podcast or do the things that he didn't need the money. So I don't think we'll ever see Don Cherry again. And that's his choice. And that's his right. When you say, of course, but I don't think anybody's upset with him. In fact, I don't know one person who's the public, upset with mean? him. The public. Yeah. Like no one's saying, Oh, why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that about taking a job again? Nobody's upset. I don't know one person that defended the CBC was the CBC at the time, wasn't it? Or Sportsnet, whoever that fired him. Sportsnet, yeah, right. they're both the same. Right. Either way, I don't know anybody with a half a brain that defended them. In fact, I was at the gym here, Florida, Boca Raton, Florida, and a guy that used to go to my gym went to. He was a Notre Dame hound. He's from New Hampshire, but he, you know, went to Wilcox and whatever else. So he was in Saskatchewan, and he came up to me. And he said, you know what my dad said to me? He goes, 
if you piss off a bunch of Canadians, you're the one that's in the wrong <laughs> because those are the nicest people on the planet. And if you piss them off, they're not the ones that are wrong. See, this is why um, I love the format of this show because it is supposed to be the view for sports fans, which like we can sit. Oh, sorry, sit here and talk about <laughs> trying to push me the off. hair salon the other day with the Boca lady. It's not what we call them. Go ahead. You got to think you can say it. Can I say it? Yeah, say it. The, we call them Boca bitches around here. So there was one in the hair salon the other day, and she's like, what's your show about? <laughs> I said, it's a sports talk show. Well, what do you talk about? Uh, sports. And she goes, well, I'm, n- I'm not home during that time during the day. That's your problem, lady. Yes, what I do, this is what we do. This is good. Uh, from Corey in Tallahassee, the hockey club. Says Serena worked for God's team. Let's go. <laughs> God's team being the Regina. Pass. Yeah, of course. Do you want Do you want it in 20 seconds or less? Just encapsulate that story. Well, I did a whole bunch of work. I did whatever you want to call it. Not sideline work, but uh, intermission. Yeah, yeah. Intermission stuff. That was before everybody was on the benches and by the side, like the stupid stuff they have now it was actually like legitimate interviews. Not like, what do you think is happening in this period? But. And then I did play-by-play when Rod was doing rider games and whatever else. Oh, yeah, God's team for sure. Herb in Melville says, you guys should approach Don for a segment. He would love your no-nonsense show. I think we have, I don't know. I'm not sure. I worry about this. What? Don would love us. He would love me. Um, The guy, somebody wrote him here. Oh, it's uh, Bill in Brantford, Ontario. Says, this is Coach's Corner two hours every day. That's what he said. Um, Allie says the great one would be amazing to get on here. We will. From Troy in Toronto, since Don Cherry got fired, I never watched the intermissions and lost all respect for Ron McLean. He is a turncoat to me. How do you leave your partner out to dry like that? Can I chide in on that, please? You guys do not understand what it's like working in broadcasting. You have no idea the backstabbing, the cutthroat, the stuff that goes on. Ron McLean, in my opinion, when was the last time a head coach got fired in the NHL? And you're like, how come the assistant coaches didn't quit too? You don't go down with the ship like that. You can't. Ron McLean has a pension to support. He's got a family to support. He's got all those things. Just because they wronged Don Cherry, what's he going to turn around? The best thing, he probably has an advisor that told him, keep your mouth shut because now everybody's ears are raised. Because Grape said something that got him terminated. Everybody was looking for something. What what was Ron McClain supposed to do? Stand up and say, how dare you do that live on the air? He'd have been the next one gone. Whether I agree with it or not, I understand. You don't, you don't, it's not a live or die with each other. They both had individual jobs. Grapes came on for eight minutes every Saturday. Ron McLean was on six days a week. Dude, there's a huge difference there. That's not a fair statement. Well, I've said it a million times and nobody listens. Maybe they'll listen to you. Because again, Ron would have been out the door. And what is sad, huh? and I have some experience in this, as you know, what's sad is that friendship, which I think was fantastic, went up in flames but it's not unlike myself and my color commentator of 18 years i had nothing to do 
with Carm Cartieri being fired, yet he didn't well, agree and, and others were, didn't agree. What, were you supposed to quit when Carm got fired because Carm got done wrong? No, man. You got to focus on numero uno. You're not a hockey team. They're, they were in it separately. It's not – they weren't a team completely. Uh, but again, that's the business, and that's the business that people don't understand about it. And it's frankly why I just want to sit here doing this, and I don't want any part of that. It's brutal. This is better as far as I'm concerned. Um, Randy from Winnipeg says, Rod, Darren, Don, and Serena at the Beach House for a show. We'd have to tell all the staff at the Beach House who he is. They would have no clue. Yeah, that's the hard thing to believe. Again, it took me a long time to get my head around it, but I do now. The people that love the Panthers love the Panthers at the games, but they don't think about the Panthers the rest of the year, and they don't know the history of the game. But we love these people. There's nothing wrong with them. No. Right? Absolutely not. They're great great people. They treat us great. Yeah, but they literally, like, if I was to say to somebody here, can you believe what Petrangelo did to Dreisaitl? (laughs) Not one person would have any idea what I was talking about. Literally no idea. And that's okay, but again, don't don't try to pretend like you're all of a sudden some big fan now. Like, give me a break. Yeah, well, and uh, but the, the the fans I'm thinking of, like those from the beach house and so forth, they are season ticket holders. They love their team, but it's like I'm not going to watch the Padres and the and the uh, San Francisco Giants play a game. Like, I'm just not that big of a baseball fan, right? I would. Yeah, the, you would. Yeah. Baseball. Right? That's why I'm not time. holding anything against these people. Now, to wind this up. We probably will bring Serena back later in the week if she's amenable. The, t- the discussion here from the people, how many said that they haven't watched the intermission since Don Cherry was fired? I mean, I'm kind of a step further. I don't even have the sound up in the games. But again, that, and you see that, hmm. you know. Um, but the intermissions, they aren't the same. And do you think they will ever be the same? Let's just talk about the hockey ones, for instance, right now. And you don't watch a lot because you go to bed early, but... P.K. Subban, you've seen on there. Biznasty. Obviously, Gretzky. Messier, Chelios. Like, I'm seeing what people are putting clips of what Scott Oak said last night. I'm not watching that. I don't get it. We watch the American Networks. How do you feel about the intermission panels as they are right now? Uh, for TNT or for... Any, any NHL, period, anywhere. What TNT did was smart. They got Wayne in there. They got the Moose. They got Chelios. They got hockey guys. Then they bring in that donkey Subban. And I, I don't know what boxes they're trying to check with that. That guy should have been terminated for comments he made. Anybody else would have been. And he's an idiot. And as soon as Bissonette opens his mouth, mute. I cannot. And it's too bad because I feel like Paul Bissonette actually really knows the game. He, what he says is smart, but then he starts saying stupid things. And even Wayne tells him to shut up. Because, I mean, can you imagine being Wayne Gretzky and being put on a panel with those clowns? I, I, I don't know how Wayne does it. The paycheck, <laughs> Guess, perhaps. Right. From WQEE, Ryan O'Radio. Another great RP show. Thank you, Ryan. John Ohm. Can you hit the gong again? Oh. There's a special way of doing it. Right in the middle. Oh, that was sick. She says, I miss Don Cherry, though. Watching a rerun won't cut it, in all honesty. Get him on the show. At least ask. And what's interesting about that is um, you see that I'm out speaking all over Western Canada, and it's growing. When I bring up that situation, Don Cherry has universal support. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually I'll say, you people, 
and people know exactly what I'm talking and about. And then we ding in the back, <laughs> which is the greatest part of the show. Yeah, but I'm saying he's got universal support, but it doesn't matter. Like, there's a deeper yeah. story behind this. Cherry's not coming back. The damage has been done. You and I were listening to Cherry's podcast when he said we were driving around Hollywood Hills, if you remember, mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. And he goes, I guess the guy that fired me got fired. What great is that? Like, he's gone. Don's gone. You know, like, the, the damage has been done. I guess you just got to get over it. As, as a, I'm not saying it to you, we yeah. as a hockey fan base need to get over it. I don't think we ever will. I think there's certain things that they're pretty hard to get over because you don't understand why they happen. When there's no rhyme or reason for why something happens, there's no closure on it. We're not talking about anything Wayne Gretzky related, by the way, because we're we do we have a rule we don't talk about that with me on the show, but it's or anywhere same, it's yeah yeah or in the privacy of our home, it's the same thing. You can't make heads or tails of why something happens, and I think that's I personally don't know if I'll ever get over grapes. Ryan done. in Toronto, great show today. See you tomorrow, everyone. From Swerve in Calgary, he says Chelly and Mess in three thousand dollar. Yeah. Suits and then that clown Subban. Truth. Truth. Speaking as a guy that's been canceled, I don't know what to say about that. Have you been canceled? Not yet. Day ain't over yet. Yeah, it's a it's a um, mountain. I've got one minute. Um, I don't know. I don't the one thing about Subban, is it okay for me to say I don't agree with how you're dressed? I'm not sure that's even appropriate. But I don't necessarily mind the things that he says. I think his hockey analysis yeah. is actually okay. Well, I do. Same as Bissonette. Like, it's just they're so, such goofballs. And what the ironic thing is, I guarantee his clothes cost way more than those $3,000 suits. That guy ain't playing with his wardrobe. It's goofy looking, but you know it's... Very expensive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Toodaloo. Let's go watch some Rock'em Sock'em. That's, and, what, yeah. that's what we're going to do. And we'll see you all tomorrow, noon Eastern, right here on the streams and WQE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.